everybody, this is Ashley. This is Karen. And this is The Musicals. How are you today, Karen? I'm doing well. I'm, I've become a little nostalgic because we're recording where we first started before all hell broke loose. That is true. Yes. That is true. So, we are in person in a room that might be a little echoey, but it's nice to be in person. Yeah. Yeah. And you're back to work, which is sort of exciting. I am. I have given up work from home. I move my computer monitors uh, back on campus. I actually enjoy it. I'm very social and it's kind of nice to see people around. Yeah. I and I'll be honest, it's also kind of nice to consider walking to the coffee pot work. <laughs> and then when you stop on the way and you're like, hey, how's it going? And that becomes a 20 minute conversation. Completely socially acceptable. That is true. So, oh, that's a good perspective on yes. that, Karen. Everything that you print and walk to the printer is totally fine. So I don't have to feel guilty about changing my laundry? Nope. Yes. No, no, you don't. Yes. So also the restroom, like when I was at home, my restroom was super close, but now the restroom is super far. It's like a good 15 minute break. Oh, good. So, yeah, so take those breaks. Yeah, speaking of in-person, we went to the movies last week. I know. The real life movies. Yes, real big screen, honest to goodness, popcorn eating movies. Yes. Yeah. Reclining seats that are heated. Yes. I didn't turn on the heater though. I thought it was too warm for that. That's probably true. Yeah. Because it was very hot that day. Yes. But we went and saw In the Heights. Yes. Which I was very excited for for a long time. Yes. Um, I had watched it from afar because PBS had done the show about the Broadway version of it in the Heights, but they didn't actually do like a film version of it. Sure. So it's it's been on my radar, but not like an honest to goodness. Like I haven't, I didn't know anything about the story going in. That's what I'm getting up to. I didn't know anything. I didn't know a lot, but um, I got swept up in the Hamilton craze and probably know too much about Lin-Manuel Miranda at this point in my life. Um. Would you like to admit now that you knew his parents made cameos? Yes. And I, you recognized them immediately? I did without even reading anything, you know, about them being in it prior to the show. When I saw his parents getting out of the car in one of the opening numbers, I was like, that's his parents! And I could tell you their names as well. <laughs> I, I find it, like, slightly creepy. But okay. Mm, yes. I don't think so. I oh. just... <laughs> How do you not find it creepy? Because he has a nice relationship with his parents. He's brought them on a lot to talk about different things. Okay. So it's not like I stalked to find them. Yes. They are somewhat in the forefront of the Lin-Manuel Miranda universe. Okay. Talking about the universe, he is crazy accomplished. So Crazy accomplished. um, I would like to point out, like, people know him from Hamilton, and I was doing some back reading. He went to Wesleyan. Like, that is nothing to sneeze at. That's why In the Heights got its, like, start. And his wife is like, he married up. Like, I mean, it's crazy to think that, like, oh, he married up? No, he married up. Like, his wife, like, she went to MIT for, like, like chemical engineering or something, and now she's a lawyer. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, I have one fantastic, uh, you know, option slash career. I'm going to choose another. Yeah. I yeah. think I think he's a PGOT. He has a Pulitzer, an Emmy, a Tony. Oh, he doesn't have an Oscar, maybe. Um, okay. Where would he get one of those? With a film? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he has a MacArthur Genius Grant. Yes. Um, yeah. He is a Kennedy Honors. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever seen the video, but he he's performed for like the president. And okay. when they did, I don't know what ceremony that was, but 
he um, kind of wrapped out the opening to Alexander Ham- to Hamilton yeah. um, in front of Obama, and they all yeah. kind of were like, ah, this is funny, yeah. that's great, and it became, you know, yeah. what it is now, but that's oh where he, goodness. like, debuted it, was in, really? at this presidential okay. engagement. Oh, my goodness, I didn't know that. Well, I wonder with, like, has he done any sort of documentary work or anything? Because that would be given the option to be an Oscar, have an Oscar. Um, no, I mean they've done some on him about okay. uh, Hamilton, but I don't think okay. he's yeah. produced anything. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, he's highly accomplished. Yes. Did I say Grammys? Because he's got those two. Yes, I think. Well, you said Piot, but that's Pulitzer, Emmy, Tony. Yeah, Oscar. I don't know. Uh, okay. I'm sure someone knows, and this is how I'm failing with my mom Miranda at this no, moment. No, that's no, okay. Right. There's some other super fan who's like, oh, she's a poser. <laughs> so anyway, Lin Manuel Miranda was what well, he is the writer creator of In the Heights as well as Hamilton, and he originated the role of Nsavi on Broadway. Was it 2008? Is that what I read? So yes, it started the very first version, the very first. Writer was at 19 when he was a student, and then it's gone through many iterations. And um, one of the articles I read is that he was coming off rent, and so um, the whole idea of like a tribute to New York City and neighborhood, etc., mm-hmm. kind of came from rent. Um, characters were cut. Um, the story took a little bit of a different turn. The main storyline. We're not giving any spoilers here about. Usnavi and Vanessa uh, was not in the original um, version. Sorry. No, here's a question. So Vanessa is his wife's real life, yes. real life yeah. wife's name? Right. So had he not met her yet? Is that how it got written in? Um, <laughs> I, I think maybe because I know that they went to the same high school but they didn't know each other in high school or oh, something okay. like that. Could be. How is it that I know all these things now? Because um, I want to say... They, they reconnected when he was in college, maybe, or something like that. Okay. And, um, yeah. But anyway, a synopsis of the, of the musical. Go ahead. It's a story about a community, right? Yes. And I think that was his goal, was to show off the community. He grew up in, in Washington Heights. And so he wanted... When he went to write it, he wanted to represent people that look like him with lives that were like his. Yes. So it was about representation at the beginning, I believe. Writing his own... Writing a musical that he could be in. Correct. Yeah. Because a lot of the musicals around yeah. were all for white males, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> but anyway, we see this neighborhood, this community in Washington Heights. Usnavi is there. He's got a corner store, bodega, and he dreams of going back to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, correct. Um, he lives with abuela, who's not really his abuela. Correct. Um, <laughs> But kind of that sense of community that's bigger than your family, but more yeah. of the family you make, which kind of throws back to rent to me. I had, yeah. I kind of felt that yeah. when I was listening and, and um, watching. Um, there's also there's a lot of characters. Uh, there's the lady who runs the hair salon. Uh, Carla? No, Carla's not. Uh, Carla's uh, Daphne Rubin. Daniela. Daniela, correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. She runs the hair salon. And, and Carla works at the hair salon. Yes. And so they have that happening, and then um, there's a premise that uh, that corner store that Usnavi uh, runs sells a $96,000 lottery ticket winner. Yep. So that's a thread through the musical and the 
and the movie, although they're a little different. I have not seen the musical, so I can't speak to exactly how things play out, but I've done a little reading up on that. And then you kind of see the everybody's story unfold. Oh, there's also Nina, who they kind of say she's the first to go to college, she's the first to get out of the neighborhood, Correct. and she goes to Stanford, which is a long ways yes. away, and very prestigious school, but mm-hmm. she comes back and has some feelings about missing her neighborhood and... Maybe that's not where she wants to be. And her dad runs a um, car service. Mm-hmm. And his employee is Benny. Mm-hmm. And Benny and Nina had a thing mm-hmm. before her going to college. Yeah. And then... Oh, then another main character is Sunny, who is um, Usnavi's cousin. Correct. He, Usnavi's kind of the main father figure for Sonny, I think, or a positive role model for him. So in the, I don't think you see the father in the musical, but in the movie you do, and it's yes. Mark Anthony. Yes, I haven't talked about that. But anyway, so without giving away any spoilers, it's just kind of zooming in on this, this culture, this barrio, this neighborhood, and seeing how all their lives intertwine, Yeah. Um, and kind of what their dreams are. There's a big dream theme in the um, movie. Yes, because there's this whole idea of um, every person has a small dream. Mm-hmm. And what is that dream and how do you make it happen? Yeah. And how do you hang on to that dream when there are so many like crushing forces yeah. around you? Um, it's very upbeat while also dealing with issues that are not upbeat. Um, and that was one thing that... Are we going into our thoughts about this? Go for it. Um, it's kind of interesting because I think you can look at it and all you see is the like the colors and the music and the dancing and everything but there is a bit of an undercurrent that's not like all positive like uh, Nina has situation of where she's singled out for her ethnicity mm-hmm. um, Sunny has his own issues Usnavi um, is carrying the burden of his father mm-hmm. so there is that under current of major issues under all the song events. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um it was really fun though. I smiled yes. almost the whole time. Yes. Yeah. Um you say there's a lot of fun colors and stuff, but there's a lot of fun numbers too. A lot of great yes. dancing. Yeah. I don't I, you know I keep saying I don't love dancing, but maybe I do. No, you love dancing. Okay. I love dancing. I love we <coughs> talked about this before because you talked about like even with like a kick line also mm-hmm. I think what I enjoy is big musical numbers. Mm-hmm. I love big musical numbers. And it was like it was like dancing, dancing. Yeah. So there yeah. were several big musical yes. numbers. Yeah. Um, where they're dancing in the streets. There's one at the pool, which yes. is fabulous to watch. Very choreographed, very well done. Very yes. eye pleasing, very yeah. cool. Um, it's it's also funny too because I think a lot of the characters um, kind of struggle with their little dreams and how that plays with where they are in their community, right? They want to be part of their community, but yeah. they also want these dreams and they feel like they're mutually exclusive. Right. And so I think you see that internal struggle with several characters throughout the show. Um, so I'm going to say something, I don't want to say controversial, this is just my feeling. I did not understand Usnavi's and Vanessa's relationship. No. I thought they didn't have chemistry, and I'm, all I kept thinking afterwards is it's not going to last. <laughs> um, I couldn't figure out why he 
attracted to her because even like she's a great dancer. He talks about how in high school he saw she was really good at art, which I was like, oh okay. And then she's a great dancer, but then it seems like he doesn't know she's a great dancer. I didn't understand that at all, and all I kept thinking about is it always seems good for you to change something in your life for another person, but in time you're going to resent that other person. Like I just don't. I don't know. I feel like in like your bad day, you're going to be like, but this person made me change my mind, and I just, I didn't get it. I much preferred Benny and Nina. I Benny, thought like, yeah, so much more interaction. They were more equals. If that makes any sense, like there was give and take. He pushed her. She pushed him. Um, I loved the uh, when the sun goes down dance. Oh yeah, that was very very good. Like this was just more believable, more like more regular relationship. And the other thing that bothered me about the Vanessa character was like they made her a fashion designer. Like her aspiration was to be a fashion designer, and I felt that was so like like oh when in doubt make somebody want to be a fashion designer. You know, I I don't know. It just sounded like. I mean, I had dreams as a little girl that I wanted to be a fashion designer, you know, and I was just like, oh, it's so um, cliche. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I agree. I thought Nina and Benny's relationship was much more believable and much more interesting. Yes. Um, let's see. Usnavi was played by Anthony Ramos, who was great, and Melissa Barrera played Vanessa, and I thought she was great as well. I just didn't see them. Like you said, I didn't see them getting together. No, there was no chemistry. Like I just didn't feel like sparky. Right. So. She she was she was very out of his league, and it seemed yeah. that she was very out of his league. But he also didn't seem like crazy about her. It was fine. No, see, that's what I mean by the fact of I don't know why he liked her. Like it was just kind of like he never extolled her virtues. That's what I mean by that. I don't mean that she was in any way deficient. It just seemed like he never. Said why he liked her. Yeah, like, and I, I didn't see him as a flawed character because no. I thought he was a great role model for yeah, Sunny, yeah. and I thought that he, um, like, had some really strong ties to the community. He, you know, he was really close with Abuela. I thought he was a yeah. good, solid character. Right. I just didn't see that character with yeah. Vanessa's character. Well, and also I didn't quite understand. I mean, the idea is that they've known each other a long time, and then that's why you know there's been this tension before. But then she seemed totally clueless to who he was. You know, it all—it just didn't gel. Like, it—it would have been like made more sense if they met for the first time, and then I think I would have been forgiving of the fact of they don't know each other well. Yeah, and then like near the end, they were kind of sitting on the steps together like old friends. Yes. But they never felt like old friends before no. that. Yeah. And then I don't know. It—it yeah. it was just like. They didn't kiss until like the very, very end when he yeah. was gonna fly away. It's just right. like if you really liked him, I, yeah, you I would not have waited that. I have I I left that and I was like I have more faith in like Hallmark movies where they just met on the plane. <laughs> like I was like I don't know it just didn't work. Like I just felt like one day both of them were going to wake up and be like, what have I done? <laughs> so I didn't I didn't understand that, but. Yeah, Benny and Nina, I I like them much better. I thought they did great. You know what's interesting? I was reading Nina has a mom in the musical, but didn't have it in the. Uh, yes, in the movie. movie. Correct. And yes. 
I read somewhere that it was, I think, director's choice, and they just wanted to have two matriarchs. Correct. They wanted Abuela to kind of show them all. Yeah. 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 Which I thought... I, I always think of Disney. Why does Disney always kill off the mom? Yeah. Like, nobody know, has right? a mom. So it almost yes. seems like Disney princess-ish. That's true. Because oh, her dad is it. kind of, you know, yeah. king of the area, and then right. she goes off too far away yeah. land. Yeah. Her oh, mom's up there. That's really good. Yeah, you're right. Well, I don't know if it's good, but I just, like, why no, are you no, killing I mean, off the good, mom? I mean, good about you to draw no. the parallels. No, yeah. no. As I said, when we walked at the movie, Jimmy Smiths yeah. was doing Jimmy Smiths things. Because I remember him from LA Law. Yeah. I was very young, so I didn't like, I NYPD. used to watch it. No, he was in LA Law before that. Oh, okay. Generational gap right here. Um, I didn't get to watch LA Law. I got to like watch it in snips when like I would accidentally walk in because it was considered like an adult show. Um, but he did a great job. But Mark Anthony, man, one scene, and I thought he did, like, he did a great job. I really enjoyed, like, the character he played, which was, like, one scene. Yeah. But I would like to give special shout-out to Mark Anthony. I thought <laughs> he did a very good job in his role, well, playing and, the, like... Deadbeat Dad? Yes. <laughs> well, and I read that that wasn't even a character on the Broadway. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they just brought him into that scene. Yeah. yeah, if you want to talk about some of the actors, so Snobby was Anthony Ramos. Yes. He played Lawrence and Philip on Broadway for Hamilton. Correct. Yeah, so I thought he did a great job. I thought so. Too. I like him a lot. Yes. I think he can rap really well. I think he can yep. sing, he can dance. Yep. He's got the whole package. Correct. I like He's very charming. Uh, they mentioned in the film that he's 29. Is, what, is that an age in the actual musical itself? I don't know. Okay, because I kind of like the fact that they were saying, like, he was 29. Like, it made it seem like it was, oh, this is an appropriate age. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Corey Hawkins was Benny. Yes. And I felt like I knew him from somewhere. But I know, me too. I, I didn't know. Know. I, I didn't either. And I kept thinking, I know this guy from somewhere. He's been on Broadway. He's done some TV stuff. But I didn't recognize him. I I liked him. I couldn't take my eyes off him whenever he's on stage. Yes. He was nice to look at yes, as well. Yes, yes. He was a handsome lad. Yes. Um, <laughs> Leslie Grace was Nina Rosario. Uh-huh. So she has, has three Latin Grammy nominations. So oh, wow. she's a singer. Okay. Because um, you and I talk about this. When we take oh, it to movies, right. we always want it to be Broadway people. Yes. And I, we can talk about where these cast members are from. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think a lot of their leads came from Broadway Correct. or musical roots as opposed yes. to, say, getting... Ariana Grande to show yeah, up and right. be in the musical, yeah. right? So these aren't necessarily huge names in the mainstream, Correct. but they are big names for their niche. Correct. If that makes sense. Yes. So I thought she was great. I yes. actually, I don't know if this was intentional. I assume it was. When she showed up from Stanford, her hair With was a straight all straight. Yes. And then once she got more comfortable back in yeah. her, where she's from, like her hair was all big yeah. and wonderful, and I think it almost made me seem like she was trying to fit in. Yes, and yeah, Stanford. that's what I I got the sense of as well too. Is that yeah, when she had the straightened hair and then she got her hair done again, it went back to its natural curls. Yeah, so yeah, and I, I kind of liked having that. It was really subtle. Yes, but yeah. um, just kind of understanding where she's coming from and where she's comfortable Correct. being herself. Yeah, and I thought her she was great. I thought like I said, she and Benny interacted really well together. Yes, yeah. Um, Melissa Barrera was Vanessa, so she's a Mexican singer, and she's also been on some telenovelas. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I thought she was good, too, but like I said, I just didn't buy the Vanessa Usnavi story as well as I should have. 
Um, Olga Meredith was Abuela Claudia. So she was the original Abuela. Yep, I saw that. And then she got a 2008 Tony nomination for that. Okay. And even before that, she's got, I wrote Broadway Chops. She yes. was in a bunch of Broadway. Yes, yeah, she's like <clears throat> legit Broadway. Yeah, yeah, and I just can't imagine. So um, all of the original Broadway cast members are in the movie. In so, different In different bits. form. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of them are too old to play the roles that Correct. they were in before. Mm-hmm. But she's in the same role, and yeah. I just wonder what kind of journey that is for her to be in the same role for 20 years, you know what I mean? That, yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting. But I, I think it, it kind of fits the character, because she is the matriarch, and you see generations come and generations go, so yeah. That's true. I thought she was, I liked her a lot. She's really cute. We talked a little bit about Jimmy Smith as Kevin Rosario. He was the Nina's dad, and also the... Um, the car service, the car service. business owner. What I mean, what are car services? Is it like taxis? Okay, so yeah, so I had to think about that because they, it's not set in car time, but it is because somebody had a cell phone because I was like, oh, are we looking at like 2008? Because no Ubers then. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a taxi service because that's what you would do is you would just call because thinking about it is it's New York, not many people have cars. That's true. So you would have to call and say, hey, I need a car if you didn't want to take uh you know, uh, public transportation. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's for uh, occasions where, like, you're not going to flag down a taxi. Like, if it's a case of, like, I need to go to an event, right? you would schedule one. Well, yeah, so. and that, that was a... I just didn't understand, too, like, he was directing the traffic. And that's... And I think that's all the deal of, like, it's all pre-Google Maps and yeah. apps and everything like that. So, yeah. That yeah. was interesting. Um, let's see... Uh, rounding out the cast, Gregory Diaz the Fourth was Sonny, so he's a Broadway guy. He did really well. He's he's a really endearing kid. Yes, yeah. And I felt like he didn't overstep his role in the sense of he was smart alecky when he needed to be, but he wasn't like he didn't try to steal the show. And I liked that about him. He he didn't try to like he he played it um, contained. So. I kind of liked too that his age was a little ambiguous. Yeah. I couldn't tell if he was a junior high kid or he was 19. Or right. I think I he was late teen. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I don't know. I he was like 15? Younger because of his relationship with Osnavi because I, I felt like he still watched over him. Yeah. So he's because he still kind of like looked to him for permission. Yeah. So. Um, Daphne Ruben Vega was Daniela, so she was really fun. I really liked her, and she seemed very comfortable in her role. She's the original Mimi. I know, from Rent. Rent. Um, yeah. yeah, and I just really love that scene at the end. She's she's moving her salon uptown or downtown. She's moving it. To Bro- Bronx, <laughs> to the Bronx. Anyway, nobody yes. came to say goodbye, yes. and so she just kind of shows up. She's like, what the hell, guys? Yep. <laughs> yes. um, leaving, and this is a big deal. And then she kind of has that big party. Right. Um, and I thought that was really fun because it kind of showed her pull in the neighborhood. Correct. And kind of the importance of those kind of neighborhood salons. I yeah. feel like it's... But like, you got all the gossip. Yeah, yeah. and there was that whole song about yes. getting on the gossip. Yeah. Which, by the way, in that song, I found another cameo for Valentina, who is a drag queen. Okay. And I pointed her out. I, I, you <laughs> did. And I swear, Nick from Project Runway is in that scene, too. He's an extra. Okay. But I googled and googled and even looked at his Instagram page, <laughs> and there's no mention of it. 
but I promise you he's in there. So the minute this comes out, like streaming, I'm going to be like going like, I guess it is available already. HBO streaming, Max, right? I think. Okay. Going like scene by scene by scene and like, oh, that's, I'm almost 100% certain about that. But hey, yes. <laughs> Um, then there's some minor characters. Stephanie Beatrice was okay. Carla. She's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. And she's the one I was like, I've seen her before, I've seen her before. And she is a Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. And she is so funny. Like, really funny in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That show was, was totally underrated. It was such a good show. I never watched it in real time. But anytime I flew, it would be on there and I would just binge it. Such a funny show. Was she the ditzy one, or was that the other no, one? No, she's the like the tough one in the show. No, not in Brooklyn Nine Nine Nine. In oh, uh, in the Heights. In the Heights. I don't remember. That's okay. So then there was Dasha Polanco. She was Kuka. She's from Orange Is the New Black. Okay. Yep. Which I haven't seen. Either. I've never seen that either. And then Noah Catalo was Graffiti Pete, and Lin Manuel Miranda was a. Paragua guy. Yes. So he basically pushes a snow cone cart. Correct. In, like I feel like he's in like a very old man outfit with his um, um cargo shorts. I read that that was inspired by his grandfather. Could be. So uh, they were talking. I read this article today actually about the costume design and the whole thing about his socks was something his grandfather would wear. So that was who he was inspired by. Okay. Yes. I did read somewhere too that they really wanted to be in the show and he's like, I'm too old to be Usnavi. Yeah. And they said, well, then you can be this Paragua guy. And he's yeah. like, no, no, no. And they're like, then we're going to cut the, the song. And he's like, no, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Christopher Jackson was the... Mr. Softy. Mr. Softy. And yes. so Christopher Jackson was the original Benny. And oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he was the okay. original Benny. And he was also George Washington in, in Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, okay. Uh, do you ever watch Drunk History? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. so there's a Drunk History with Lynn manuel Miranda about Hamilton. Okay. If you haven't seen Drunk History, it's hilarious because it they get so people funny. really, really drunk yes. and then they make them tell history stories. Yes. So anyway, he tells a story um, about Hamilton and then um, at one point Christopher Jackson calls him for some reason. Okay. And he like tells him what he's doing and then Lynn manuel Miranda, he goes, as long as I have a job, you have a job. As long as I have a job, you have a job. He just keeps saying it like while falling into the fridge. <laughs> and it, I just think it's so true and it kind of speaks to who Lynn manuel Miranda is because yeah. he brought everybody from yeah. the original Broadway cast to this recording, right? right? And he is giving, the, you know, he went back to the people that he knew from In the Heights to cast yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. And so I just kind of think that Every time I see the two of them together, I think of you falling into the fridge saying, as long as I got a job, you got a job. Um, well, he's also in Bull. The TV oh, show Bull. Bull. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the lawyers or something. In okay. There. Yeah, because that's where I recognized him from. Really? Okay. Yeah, he's from that. I, no, I'm not doubting you. No, I don't I watch Bull, but yeah, I'm just no, like, that's how... Don't, don't watch that show. It's rubbish. Oh, okay. <laughs> After you watch one episode, it's all the same. I don't know how they made it into a show. Like, it could have been a movie, but it's not. It's a show. And the, it's like they do episode after episode after episode of the exact same thing. Dumb show ever. Okay, I won't watch it. So, yes. So to call back to earlier, you said that you liked that song between Benny and Nina. When the sun goes down. Yeah. So that's yes. one of the instances where they kind of altered reality and they were like dancing yes. on the side of the building. Correct. What do you think of that? Did um, you like so, it? Did you not? Um, I, when he first 
leans over, I thought it was going to fall over, and I was like, oh. But I want to know how they do it on stage. That was my thought process. <laughs> That's all I cared about. I'm I was sure like, oh, this is great. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, this is great for movie. But then how do you do this on stage? And then I was just kind of like, ah. Yeah, I didn't love it. Yeah, I, um, I thought it was I like the song, but yeah. I didn't... I was trying to wrap my head around what was going on the whole time, and like you said, I was like, how does this happen on the stage, and why... I don't know. But to contrast, when they're singing 96,000, yes. and they're imagining things, and like these little scribbles pop up to show what they're imagining, oh, like sure. their yeah. hands, yeah. Like, as if they're holding the item. Yeah. I actually like that. Where you're getting imagination to their thought. Like yeah, but it was, visual like, it was drawn visual. in. Yeah. And at first it threw me off because that was the Kind first of like thought bubble, bubbles. Yeah, it was the first fantasy thing that popped yeah. in. Right. And it, it popped in for that song. Well, that was another thing because... Um, so, John Chu did... The director. Did, yes, in the Heights. But he also did Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole deal also where there was a lot of like visual... Things like that because um, in one of the opening sequences of Crazy Rich Asians, it's like trying to show how quick a message goes viral and did this whole like text message oh, okay. thing and stuff like that. So that shows in the Heights as well too. He's also a big fan, I've noticed, of like uh, water aqua <laughs> things because there was the ninety six thousand dance sequence is done in a pool and the final scene of Crazy Rich Asians also is done with like some sort of aquatic thing as well too. If you can't tell, I love the movie Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. I saw it twice in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't, that was one of those things where I was like, huh, I wonder what it will be like on stage. And so now it comes to the whole deal of like, oh, when it does go on tour, because you know it's gonna go on tour now, how's this gonna work out? Like, am I gonna go and be disappointed? Because of like I've seen the film with all the extras, because I want to go. A lot of extras. I know, right? Because I do want to go see it on stage for the fact of hoping that Usnavi and Vanessa have better chemistry and somehow I buy their relationship, sort of a deal. And it has enjoyable music, and I want to see like the difference in stories as well too. There were several songs that were cut out. Yes. Which is funny because you think for time, but it was a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing, a difference, as I was listening to the music from the musical this morning, I was like, wait a minute. So there's a winning ticket sold. And we don't know who it is, who Correct. wins it until the end of the movie. Yes. In the musical, they know in like the first act. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that takes a different turn. That totally explains <laughs> why somebody got with somebody then. Oh, that, that, could could be. that could be. That's it. <laughs> this all makes sense. No. Oh, Karen, I didn't even think of that. Oh, um, that's what it is. But yeah, there was a song where um, they were singing about it, and I was like, wait a minute, yeah. we don't know who won it. And I was okay. like, did I, from, did I miss something? Yeah. So then I had to look it up, but no, they reveal early on. Okay. I think it's first act, but it's definitely really? oh, not that explains everything. Um, one of the big things, and this is not a spoiler because you're going to know about it like within the first five minutes of the musical, is um, that there's going to be a blackout mm-hmm. and events happen during the blackout. I would like to point out that at one point Vanessa is by her sewing machine and the sewing machine light is on. During the blackout? During the blackout. Mm-hmm. You, and I was like, if she starts sewing, I'm going to be like, oh no, you cannot do that. 
because unless you have like an old school treadle machine, all sewing machines run on electricity. So Karen's a big sewer, everyone. I am, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> yes. Yes. Then out of the whole two and a half hours, that was my beef. The sewing machine scene. Which is Well when the blackout happens, they're like at the club dancing. Yes. And then I think that um, Usnavi and Vanessa get in this really weird fight. Yes. I was just like, what is happening? Because I don't know. it seems like almost a teenager fight, but yeah. they're clearly adults. Yes. So this is where I wondered if this is 19-year-old writing a love story that has made it through many, many iterations and it just didn't get stopped. Because that, that was my point. Can I be harsh about this? I'm like, you're 29 for crying out loud. Get your act together. I'm assuming she's 29 too. The two of y'all need to behave like adults. You're behaving like, like, I didn't understand that. I just did not understand the relationship at all. Like it was just, they didn't behave like 29 year olds there. I didn't get it. Okay. But, yeah, but I think Usnavi had a really nice relationship with Abuela. That was... That was a different kind of love story. Correct. That was very yeah. touching, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think even though she wasn't on screen the whole time, I thought her presence was always really felt. Correct. Oh. And, and the food. The food. Yeah. Yes. You know that um, that record that skips? Yes. That is Lin-Manuel Miranda's actual grandmother's record. Oh, my god. That would skip like that. So really? that would always remind him of his... Yeah. So that's why that part was written really, in. Isn't that cute? That is really cool. That's oh. good. I loved the scene um, with the hand embroidery and the oh, whole yeah. idea of um, hang on to your little dignities yeah. because that may be all you have. And I, I enjoy that because that's one thing I think about is like, I'm an immigrant, I can say that, is like the assumption that because you may be coming to another culture, your culture did not have something that was something to be proud of, sure. you know? And so I enjoy that, that something like hand-embroidered napkins was of value. Going back to Crazy Rich Asians, again, <laughs> there's one song in the movie that is like this really cool song, and I love the song, and so I uh, went back to it, and like, when, there's been many, many covers of it, and the original was written was like came from the 30s and it has a very jazzy sound to it and the assumption is that oh well why would you know Shanghai in the 30s even have this type of music well they did and they had this very awesome jazzy kind of song and that's what I felt like when I saw the hand embroidered napkins is that every culture has something that's you know um, don't pigeonhole it into what you assume that culture means. Like hand embroidered napkins is kind of universal for classiness. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, and maybe what I'm hearing is that just because you leave a country for a better opportunity doesn't mean that there are some pieces of that country that are still very valuable to yes. you or valuable to anyone. Exactly. Um, it's not that you're discarding everything that came yep. before. Yeah. You're holding on to those special things. Correct. Yeah. And keeping those yep. moving forward. Yeah. In a new place. Yeah. And like think of that like in terms of literature, you know, um, there like every culture has amazing literature just because it wasn't written in English doesn't mean it's the end all. You know, there right. is like there are Nobel Prize winners who didn't write in English. So yeah. 
Well, yeah, and I think at the beginning of the movie, Lin-Manuel Miranda is on the screen and he says, this is my love story. Yes. To the place where I'm from. Right. To where yeah. I grew up. Yeah. Um, and so I think that kind of speaks a lot to being proud of where you came from. Correct. Even, even if all those places don't all point to the same place. Right. right? Even if they're different. Yeah. Different yeah. aspects of different places. Because yeah. that was one thing he touched on also with um, the like little celebration when Carla's leaving, not Carla, I'm sorry, uh, Daniela's leaving mm-hmm. is the different cultures, the Latino cultures as well too, because that's something that you can get all like blobbed together and it's not every culture is very, very unique. Mm-hmm. And there are also rivalries yeah. within cultures. And so while um, Usnali talks about like being Dominican ancestry, then I want to say Nina's dad talks to her about being Puerto Rican and there's one line in there where he says um, you're Puerto Rican but he doesn't use the word Puerto Rican he uses a more like um, identifiable word um, as well too and I'm going to google this right now because I'm butchering the story but it's very much about this is your identity and it's not like it's not a label put on you it's a label that you say I'm this oh so yeah the, the other thing that was interesting about Nina's character was that she says she didn't grow up speaking Spanish so even though she's from that culture she doesn't feel like part of yeah. that culture entirely that happens to me a lot in the heck I was born and raised in India and I only speak English to my shame um, but have you ever seen the movie Selena mm-hmm because there's this whole scene where her dad says, you know, you have to be like, how are you going to bridge these two cultures? You have to be like more Mexican in Mexico, but like you have to be American in the US. Yeah, and she didn't speak Spanish. Right. She had to learn to sing. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's difficult. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is from, his family's from Puerto Rico. Okay. Not the Dominican. Okay, okay so that curious. was one of the things I was wondering about as well, too, is that... Um, how come, because I thought I, I knew that and then I was like, oh, maybe I'm all confi- confused and I didn't understand the connection to the Dominican Republic, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, maybe Dominican rhymes with more things, I don't okay. know. Yes. Or maybe maybe the barrio, like in real life, is mostly Dominican. Actually it is, Washington Heights is. And another thing I thought was interesting is, Washington Heights is in Manhattan. Like, it's not, like, in one of the, it's prime real estate. Yeah. And I thought, I like the way they talked about that is how it was an Irish neighborhood before and how things turn over as well too. Um, have you ever watched Scrubs? No. Long time. Okay, so it's the episode, it's the musical episode where um, it is one of the performers who was in, you love this musical, where they have the Muppets, uh, Avenue Q. Yes. Okay. They do an entire musical episode and um, this patient comes in and she's had a brain injury so she all she does is hears people singing. Well, Carla, who's one of the nurses in Scrubs, talks about being Dominican and how people don't know where she's far from and everything like that. And that like made me think about this because it was also song and dance. Sure. And, she kept, and she kept saying, I'm Dominican, I'm Dominican. So... Yeah, you should watch that episode. It's really good. Yeah. I've referenced it before on the show as well, too. Sure like, I've seen it before, but so, it's yeah. been a long yeah. time. Um, but I thought that was kind of uh, interesting as well, too, is to not... When you watch it, every group like 
it's not it's one umbrella but under the umbrella is not all same same right right it's it's the same way with asian actually people will say like i say i'm asian because i am but like, i think people have preconceived ideas of what asian means sure and so in the last couple of years i've started saying i'm south asian okay. just to like explain and so yeah it's yeah. oh um Yeah, I heard it didn't do as well as they wanted in the box office. It didn't. It like tanked opening weekend. But is that because people aren't ready to go back to the movies? I don't know. There's also been, and I feel really bad about this whole adventure in the sense of, I feel like Lin Manuel Miranda's done a good thing, but like what he's done, people are saying is not good enough. Yeah, he got a lot of backlash, yeah, and I feel bad for him, you know, because I'm like. Can, I I don't know I'm like what more can he do um I don't know yeah so if you're unfamiliar um the the show features um Latina Latinx actors and um there was some backlash for not showing the Afro Latino perspective I right. guess yeah and those those individual So are represented in large group numbers, but yeah. not in main characters. Correct. Yes. And so, um, I think if you read Lin Manuel Miranda's response, he is such an articulate individual, mm-hmm. and it has such compassion and awareness for everybody. Yeah. And basically, he said, "You know, I wrote this musical because I didn't feel seen, right. and we tried to do our best, and we missed the mark. And yeah. I'm really sorry, and I'll right. do better in the future." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, yeah. I, It did get a little backlash, but um, and it didn't do as well as it was as they wanted in opening weekend. But it's ninety six percent Rotten Tomatoes, seven point seven. I think it's going to do really well streaming, honestly. Yeah. Because it's a good fun watch. It is. I would totally watch it again streaming. Absolutely. You know, so I think that's where it's going to do better. Um, again, going back to Crazy Rich Asians. Um, they had the same problem because they said that issues with casting as oh, well sure. too because they said Henry Golding shouldn't have been cast in the role he was but he grew up in Singapore or Malaysia so like he's from that area and it's funny because they did um, questions of the cast and they were asking like different like things about Singaporean dishes and everything and he was one of the only cast members who knew anything. <laughs> because he was actually from sure, there sure. you know and it was like you know kind of pay attention a little bit as well too so yeah but i i don't know i thought it was super fun i'd watch it again i would too. i liked it a lot i want to see yeah. the play even more now or the yeah. musical even more now um i still think Lin-Manuel Miranda is genius although listening to the original Broadway cast recording there's definite themes and similarities between the music in in the heights and hamilton oh okay Um, and also, like, it seems that Lin Manuel Miranda's thing is legacy and destiny, okay. because those are underlying things. Yeah, that's, that's what I mentioned. Yeah, true. Um, and they're words that he's spitting out in okay. both, right? Okay. Uh, but in fact, we had a friend who watched it with her husband, and her husband loves Hamilton, and he goes, "Did Lin Manuel Miranda just rewrite the words to Hamilton for this thing?" And she had to educate him that this came first. But, yeah. But um, it, some of it is very. The rapping, some of it is, it feels similar. Yeah. Um, so if you like the music of Hamilton, you will like this. Yes. Um, yeah. And the the Latin feel is definitely there. So the music. Um, can I bring up controversy? They yeah. said one of the articles I read 
I want to say it was through the New Yorker said though, and this is where it's my ignorance that Washington Heights is pr primarily um, Dominican, and so they should have had bachata music, okay. not salsa. And I was like, oh, I did not know this. I didn't either. What's so, what, I don't even know what that music is. I don't know, which okay. is why we're going to have to Google it. And actually, I'm really glad for that because now uneducated us can look it up. That's you true. Know? That's so true. Um, it, it's a good thing to look up these things. And I thank him for that, bringing in, like, because all I think about is the only time I've thought of any like musicals related to uh, like the Latino community was West Side Story. Exactly. Which is coming up. It is. Steven Spielberg is doing it. So we will go see that. I know you're hesitant, but darn it, we're going to go see it. I know, we will. So, yeah. All right. Anything else, Karen? I don't think so. I'm looking at my notes here and I have everything. Again, don't believe Usnavi and Vanessa are gonna make it. <laughs> uh, just to be completely honest, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't figure out the commonality. Did not understand the commonality. Did not understand what they saw in each other. No. Like, oh, and that was another thing. Even Benny, I'm, okay, I really have Benny. But I felt like Benny and Nina got a better song. With their when the sun goes down, absolutely so, as well too. So do, do Asnami and and Vanessa have a song? I don't know. They have the champagne song, but that was weird. Sorry, I just eye rolled. You didn't see that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Champagne so, song. Yeah. Where he's looking for cups. Yes. Oh, so strange. <laughs> okay, okay, I really have that. Okay. Well, I say go see it. I can't wait to see it again. Yes. And my kids will love it too, I think. They will. I think it's appropriate for yes. kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, Billy Elliot. I'm definitely going to watch it now. Okay. Yes. It's a good one. Yes. Okay. Hi there. Just wanted to take a quick moment to ask you to subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you're listening. Rate us and review us, and that helps other listeners find us and also lets us know what it is you like about our podcast. Find us on Facebook at Demusicals or email us at desmusicals at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the shows that we've reviewed or recommend a show for us to watch, and we'd be happy um, to take your input. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Bye.